Hi. Hey, fam. How you doing? It's Lindsay. Um, and I have Steph. with me today Stephanie oh. and Are Marley. You doing your introduction? Marley. Why did Hi. you introduce me but not Marley? I just did. My goodness. Hi, Steph. Anyway. Hi, fam. Um, We're so excited to be back today. Hey. Yeah, we are. And thank you for joining us. We are going to have a continuation of last week's conversation, which is just the conversation for us that we had like five minutes ago. Um, it's but the magic of podcasting. Behind the scenes. Traveling behind in the time. Se- yeah. We're so excited oh. to talk about some behind the scenes things. At least I am. I don't know about you guys. Oh, I'm excited. I, too. I got notes. Marley has yeah, notes do. because she is a type A personality. There's nothing yes. wrong with that. You say it like mm-hmm. it's a bad thing. We need type A's in our life to get some things done. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> the world would burn without us. Stephanie to be first. <laughs> was that Marley? I, I didn't do it. It was not me. <laughs> okay, you two. It was one of you. Um... <laughs> See, Marley's coming in with her type A personality to get us down to business and get shit done. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, like, being the peacemaker. I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm the, I'm the task person. Let's keep going. I like that you, like, do not call me a peacemaker. I'm not. <laughs> I'm the angry peacemaker. Like, I'm the peacemaker a lot of the times, but then sometimes I just cause all the trouble. I'm just the task-oriented, sometimes aggressive one. And I'm here for the chaos. And you're the peacemaker. Loki. I can be. Thank you. Yes, Loki. All right. I'll dive into some of what I've researched. So for, um, I was looking at some of the Norse mythology that went along with God of War. So speaking of, yeah. Well, yeah. It came to me that I didn't, we hadn't said the name of the game yet. So figured. We're doing behind the scenes of God of War Ragnarok, released uh, a year ago, two years ago, twenty twenty two. It was only it was just November of twenty twenty. Was it only November? Wowza! Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. beginning of November, like six months ago, almost. Anyways, we can tell time. (laughs) Okay, so Loki obviously is a giant. Um, but also, did we know that Loki's children were um, the world serpent was one of Loki's kids? I think and these so. Are interesting. You're talking about in mythology. In mythology. Okay, not so the game. In, yeah, I guess I'm not. But so in mythology, Loki has children with Agraboda, another g- giant. Ooh. Yes, that's who he has his three children with. And his three children are uh, the world serpent the your what's i can never say his name jormungandr yes um fenrir the wolf. wolf and then hell which was really interesting to me because um in marvel hell is his part sister and what's also interesting is at the end of god of war ragnarok they're talking about how the raven in hell wants to be replaced and they're like, we better figure it out because if we don't, like, it's going to be chaos. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if that'll be in the next game. It might have been a side mission that I didn't do, but 
I think it's interesting. It, it's kind of a funny somewhat side mission because like you like finish a thing and you like go back and talk to the Raven in hell mm-hmm. and the Raven's like, basically they're like, what'd you expect? Like a reward? Did you expect something? Uh-huh. And they just like totally dismiss you and oh. you get nothing. You get no like mission rewards or anything for that completing the thing. It was, yeah. It was pretty like, wait, did I miss something? <laughs> like what just <laughs> happened? I love Anyways. it. Uh, so I watched a couple of videos on YouTube of uh, Norse mythology professors reacting to the God of War Ragnarok game. Um, and so that was super interesting. And um, they talked a lot about the way that characters were uh, portrayed in this in this game. So they talked about how like Odin, um, how both of the people that I watched were talked about how Odin is never really portrayed this way and how it's an interesting way to portray him. Kind of as more of a like a scrappy bald guy and not as uh not as Anthony Hopkinsy and like beardy. He has a beard, but he's not uh he's more of like my husband described him as like a like a gang, like a mafia boss, is kind of like the way that they portrayed. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. because he's uh, he's not a real fighter. Like in Norse mythology or this game, he has other people do most of his dirty work. He yeah. orders around Thor. He orders around other people to Heimdall to do his shit because he's not fighting. Isn't um, Odin's forte? Um, Odin's also god of wisdom. So the way that they portrayed him trying to find out what's going on in the tear um, is really on point for him. I also found it really interesting. Did you guys know that the mask that uh, Loki uses in the mission is the mask is supposed to be the same mask from um, the Jim Carrey movie? It looked really familiar. Yeah. Really? I was like, yeah, especially with like how it's like glowing green and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is interesting. But then I just kind of moved on from it. <laughs> um they talked a lot about uh the different worlds and how they depicted them really well um it's just i i think it's really interesting that all the mythology that they they had to use to go into portray this game um and i think they did a really good job with some of the stories they were spot on so um i have more but i want you guys to talk now yeah okay my mouth is getting dry i no. i enjoyed that i yeah um mine is mainly about the music and a little bit about the environmental design do we want to talk about that for a little bit we can i mean mine mine is a little bit different too i'm i i was looking at the motion capture and some of the like acting and stuff with yeah with the main characters so yeah whatever whatever we want to do we can just touch on try to be succinct um, I'm very passionate about music and I'm very passionate about video game music. What? This may come as a shocker. We've never talked about this before. Um, podcast. But Bear McCreary, the composer for God of War 2018 and Ragnarok, is pretty much like the coolest guy ever. You mean anyway. the god of music? <laughs> the god of music. Kind of. He I is a genius. The current god of music, but they're both geniuses. Ooh. Yeah, for sure. I don't know who's the god of music. If you ask, god, Lin, if you ask Disney, but, it's Lin Manuel. 
Yeah. Yeah, but do you know how much Bear McCreary has done, though? Like, he's done so many, like, iconic, like, soundtracks. And he he helped with, um, like, big names, too. Like, uh, he was on Rings of Power, and he he did all of The Walking Dead, which is very, like, distinct um, soundtrack for a zombie. Mm -hmm. For, like, a story about a zombie apocalypse, like, the music is very good you say that like there's like your favorite video game isn't about a zombie apocalypse well but it's just like so like (laughs) and like the music isn't good in the okay your favorite game about yeah but like you just don't expect like you you just don't expect like it to be like known for its music is what i'm saying like you don't expect a zombie apocalypse movie or uh show or whatever medium to be known for its music but like i feel like walking dead is because of bear mccreary there's literally a 80s artist called rob zombie marley okay moving on Lindsay. Lindsay, keep going same thing not the same (laughs) thing at all Lindsay, keep going (laughs) so bear mccreary came up with this so he didn't have a theme for atreus in the first game which I thought was interesting. But this game, he's like, well, Atreus needs a theme. You play as Atreus. The story's all about Atreus um, and him, like, finding out his destiny. And um, so he said he really struggled with it and finding the right sound that would be good for him. And so he just ended up flipping Kratos's theme. So Kratos's theme is bomb, bomb, bomb. Bomb, 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 no. and then um, Atreus's bum, 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 bum. Like it's so, it's different, and it's so cool. So like, it's so exciting to me that like they can do things like that, and that they can have opposites in music that still can go together. So that was something that really like put wind in my sails and got me excited about life, and then um it was also that he said was oh i was what? gonna say and maybe i'm like getting to your stuff but another thing he talked about in a video is how they made this music during the pandemic and ah, have... yeah i was just about to say that okay sorry you continue yeah no it's okay um we watched the same video yeah, so I what steph said is yeah we watched the same video apparently <laughs> but um uh yeah so they were like the biggest challenge actually turned out to be recording during the pandemic he was like it was 2020 and we had teams in finland we had teams in england we had teams in the u.s all trying to make music together and it sounds like it was really challenging to get to to not be able to travel and like put the expectations where they needed to be and put the quality where they needed to have it and have everything the same and uniform and, you know, set up right. But they did it. And, like, they did so well. And if you just go, like, on Spotify and listen to the soundtrack, it's so good. Like, I have a boss battle playlist where I, like, need to get stuff done at work and I'll be, like, really amped up to listen to it. And the one that always gets me going the most is Deliverance from God of War 1. So I'm really excited to add more to my um, boss battle playlist just based off of this game because it was so well written and the music is so, so good. But yeah, um, let's talk and about something else while I calm also, down. 
Well, <laughs> just real quick too. Oh, he ahead. also brought in uh, like Norse instruments, which I thought was mm-hmm. really cool. Um, they didn't just use like our modern day instruments. They used some old Norse instruments as well. And they incorporated Old Norse into some of the lyrics of it, which is really cool. I actually think it's really cool that they have still have translations for Old Norse. I guess people are Mm -hmm. smarter than I am, but I think it's cool that they incorporated that into the music. Uh, I'm really, really, this is a tangent a bit, but I'm interested to see what, because they've talked about how the Norse chapter of God of War is over, but that does that they're making more God of Wars and where they're going to take it next. Oh, they said it was over. Yeah, they did say yeah. that. Yeah, that. Over. Yeah, they're not doing a trilogy for for this this story. Uh-huh. Um. Well, and like speaking of music too, like during the Game Awards for 2022, like we had like one of the most amazing performances by one of Lindsay's like favorite artists my who i am the like zero 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 point one percentile of listeners to on spotify oh my gosh tells Owl me I'm City. The one listener Owl no City. <laughs> <laughs> yes he did he crushed it you guys like he talked about the bear and the wolf stephanie knows this because she watched the video um and like how the bear represents Kratos because he's a single powerful animal, doesn't travel in packs. And Kratos or and Atreus is the wolf, pack animal, friendly, likes to, you know, play, likes to learn, like just how their mentalities are and their like totems are essentially those things. And then, you know, so then we get like Blood Upon the Snow, which is such a good song. Such and- a good song. Although, yeah, according to Norse guys. mythology, Loki never really transforms into wolves. He transforms into a lot of That's other okay. things, but wolves are not one of his things. Hmm. Hmm. He he turns hmm. into a horse, doesn't he? Or does he have yeah, sex with a horse? He turns into a mare and then gets impregnated by a stag. But doesn't what isn't one of his children like a seven-legged horse or something like weird like that? I think I, th- I, I thought that was. I didn't. There is definitely like a seven-legged horse somewhere in North mythology. Yeah, I, I can't remember where though. Loki's offspring, because he, because yeah, because he can transform into different animals. Yeah, which another like tangent, but also mm. behind the scenesy, it's relevant. A lot of people were upset with Agrabota's skin color anger anger boda anger boda no why who cares okay they were upset because norse people are light-skinned that i mean that's a thing she's a giant yes she's a giant and she can change her appearance and i mean in stories loki literally turns into a horse that gets fucked but we're upset about someone changing their skin color. So, like, it's just this silly thing. I know that yeah, people made a yeah. fuss about it. It's very silly. But when we're talking about mythology and people who can change their appearances and magic hammers and uh, all-seeing gods, like, it, get upset about better things, people. <laughs> yeah. And representation okay. matters. That's tangent. all there is to it. Well, yeah. She was so cute. We loved her. Anyway, people need to understand that things are different than what they expect them to be sometimes in life. Um, Thanks, mom. Moving on. That's a very mom thing to say. I liked it. 
I say mom stuff all the time, even though I'm not a mom. I just, I have the vibe. <laughs> I have a grandma vibe. <laughs> That's true. You if like, you ever need, you like hard, can- hard yeah. candies. Yeah. I'm always good for a caramel. You guys know. <laughs> hard caramels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yummy, yummy caramels. Um, Marley, what is your mocap thing? Yeah, so I I watched um, a couple different videos on um, where they talked a lot about the motion capture, as well as um, like just being able to see it, like seeing Christopher Judge and Sonny Soljic like in their like funny little mocap suits, but like mm-hmm. hearing them kind of talk about what it's like to be a voice actor. But also, like, now you have to be an actor because they're, you know, they're capturing your entire body, your entire face and everything. And so it just goes beyond, like, what they're capable of. And, like, I um, I have I have so many jumbled thoughts, so I'm just going to kind of hit on them. And I'm sorry if they don't flow very well. But, like, I, it okay. was just, like, I, I was watching the video and just, like, jotting down cool things. But... So Christopher Judge as Kratos, like he put so much freaking thought into how he wanted to portray Kratos. He, he said the big, the, the best way for me to do it was to think bigger. I would stand bigger. I would stand wider. I would stand more firmly and I would make sure that every single one of my movements had purpose. And like, you can see that, like when you think of like, like in your mind, um, when you picture in your mind, how Kratos moves on the screen, whether it's in game, like in gameplay or in cutscenes, it does exactly that. He really does like have like purpose in his movements. And like, he really wanted to make sure that he was portraying Kratos, um, in like the best way possible. And um, hearing his uh, interactions, too, with Sonny Soljic, because um, basically, like, when Sonny Soljic came on to, he was eight years old when he was first, um, like, auditioning for the voice part. And I, I don't know if, I don't know exactly how it all works, but I mean, because they've obviously been working on both of these games for a really, really long time, but... It wasn't until I think he was actually 10 years old when they like really started working on the game. And so he basically like grew up with Christopher Judge. Like they he grew Aww. up on on the set. Like this is like a huge part of his um maturing um as you know it from a young kid into um you know a later teenager. And so they like I said, they spent a lot of time together. And so Christopher Judge was really able to see Sonny. Um, he made a comment about how um, when, you know, especially from the first game. When I say first game, I mean the 2018 game. Yeah. <laughs> you guys uh, are the first that. of this set. I know. I know. But in case listeners are confused, that's what we mean. Mostly because Sonny Soljic wasn't even in, in the other ones, the older ones. Right. But anyway, so like... Christopher Judge made a comment about how um, Sonny went from this kind of easily distracted kid to like a young man who was actually trying to 
like really get into the scenes and really like understand what it was to be an actor. And he noticed it when he, when Sonny first started making suggestions on how to make a scene better. And Chris judge was kind of like, huh? Wow. Kid, like you got this. (laughs) Like he was just so impressed by him, you know? And so like those two just had such a really good dynamic um even like early they had on. to learn how to trust him yes exactly like there's and so many parallels so yeah. many parallels yeah like it's super super interesting so um one of the other things i i watched a separate video where they were interviewing sunny soljic and um first of all those um the the motion capture they actually like used like real wolves and dogs um, for a lot of those scenes. Like they filmed like a dog that I don't know if it was an actual wolf. It had to, sorry. It had to have been a domesticated wolf, obviously um, of some sort, but they basically like filmed a wolf, like moving around and, and sniffing and getting close to you and like doing like things like a wolf or a dog would do. And they used that obviously in the game, like exactly. And so during, during like those scenes um, in God of War Ragnarok near the beginning of the game, when Fenrir is dying, which, oh my gosh, like they hit you in the feels like right off the bat, right off the bat. Right off the bat. Like you just get after uh, off a scene, a chase scene where Freya is trying to kill you guys as you're scrambling through the woods (laughs) and you like get back and then you like find your wolves and like, yeah. Oh my gosh. But anyways, Sonny talks about how he, um, to really like get into that scene. He, well, first of all, he actually thought of his own dog who had died a few months prior and to kind of help him really get into that even more. He said, he's like, I went into my trailer. I played sad music. I read the, I read the lines to like really help me make a great scene. Mm -hmm. And, and he did, you know, and that's, and that's what he did. Good kid. Yeah. What a good young man. I mean, he's great. Yeah, he really wanted to make that a good scene. And and again, just calling on his own experience, he was able to really put that emotion into that. And I, I think it shows, you know, I mean, it sounds like we were all emotionally impacted from from that scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, <sighs> killing, a, killing an animal. We can kill all the people in the game. But when you kill an animal, it's bad news. Mm-hmm. But it isn't is it, okay, real quick on that, though. Isn't it so cool how, based off of um, Atreus slash Loki's abilities, because he didn't know. It was it was totally without him realizing. But he was able to um, take Fenrir's soul, and it was in his knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, he then transferred it to... Um, Oh crap, what is that wolf's name? It's like Grohl or something. Gr- Grohl? It's, um, um Garm. They meet Garm. Garm. Garm, 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 yes. Because Garm is like running amok and opening all sorts of tears in in the in the realms and creating all sorts of like pockets of um transportation and whatnot. And they're like, we need to put a stop to this. It's <laughs> cool. That was a cool part of the game. So, yeah. So anyways, yeah. Isn't that just so cool how then he can 
he was able to transfer Fenrir's soul into like and make basically like bring him back like i thought that was so so cool um that was cool that was a cool part of the story yes and then one other thing i was going to say about sunny soljic um i think it had to have been early on in filming for ragnarok um because there were there were a lot of scenes early on they had to re-record his voice because oh, his changing. voice was changing. Oh, yeah. that's so tender. Oh. Yeah. And so a lot of that was voiceover that they oh. ended up having, you know, because they'd already done like the motion cap, I think, for those scenes. Like, I think they'd already taken care of that part, but they had to go back and do some voiceovers. Well, in this He's game, was just start- a babe. <laughs> yeah. This game was started pre pandemic, made over pandemic, and then finished post pandemic. So that's not a small chunk of time. For a no. young boy to be changing. Yeah, definitely. Did you watch the video yeah. where uh, they had the Kratos voice actors? They had like from yes. Japan. I did I see that one. An Israeli guy Ooh. that does the voice. All um, these different Brazil, people. Brazil. Brazil. Uh, people who did Kratos voice. And I think it was the Japanese uh, Kratos that talked about while he did his voice acting or while preparing for his voice acting, he watched Christopher judge do the mocap mm-hmm. and then do his acting and then was able to see like, that's the person he's enacting for. And so it's cool to mm-hmm. see that even these other actors who are portraying Kratos are portraying Christopher judge as Kratos because Christopher judge is is kratos he even talks christopher judge even talks about when he when they first made kratos he's like i was in much better physical condition or something Uh (laughs) so he's like i almost even like embodied like looked like kratos because Mm -hmm. it so uh, i the casting of christopher judge is just such a spot-on one um Oh yeah. And his voice. Oh my gosh. Like, so I know I've told this on our podcast before, but like I sort of met him when he came to Salt Lake Gaming Con. Like, oh gosh, when was that? Was that 2017, 18? I don't remember. 2018 or 2019. I I know it It wasn't 2020. Marley, our friend Brian and my husband, they went on, went on like a little threesome date. Yeah. I think it was, and it was before, I think it was 2018 because it was I think we did Jason and uh Jahi, Jahi yeah. had come around. Oh yeah. So yeah, so it they, had to be a few years ago. Yeah, I think it was the end of two or it was kind of mid 2018. But anyways, um yeah, just randomly they're like, Oh yeah, we're gonna go Salt Lake Gaming Con and I had nothing else going on. I was like, Can I can I come? And <laughs> there were a whole bunch of God of War actor mm-hmm. voice actors there. Which is crazy that they were able to get all of those people to come. Yeah. Like they yeah. got Freya. They got the one that um the voice or the actress for Freya and for Balder and somebody else. Well, and Kratos, of course. Speaking, here's a little hmm. Norse mythology mythology tidbit that they kind of changed up a little bit. Yeah. In Norse mythology, Freya isn't married to Odin. He's she's married to a person named a man named Or, which is O with a little thing on top. Oh, with another little thing on top, R. So, oh. however you say that in oh. Norse, R. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, who goes on long travels, and they have a very fair daughter by the name of Hnos, 
H-N-O-S-S. And while Orr is absent, Freya stays behind and her sar and in her sorrow she weeps tears of red gold. Um, and Odin, I obviously if Odin, if Freya's not married to Odin, Odin's not married to Freya, she's married to Frigg, who's the queen of Asgard. Yeah, Frigga. Frigg. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, they kind of fudged that a little bit too, where they made um freya and odin well and they together. kind of yeah but like at the same time yeah they they she, i remember um odin calls her like frig like he like it's kind of like a nickname too so like i think in in god of war mm. Rag, like the god of war games they kind of tried to make her like interchangeable with the two people from mythology so i thought that was kind of interesting and speaking of another person that people didn't really like the depiction of, because I like to bring up controversy. What? But, um, uh, the way that they depicted Thor, some people had a really good uh, problem with. Oh, um, yeah. We were going to talk about this. Yeah, because Thor... So both both the scholars... I should... Uh, we'll put it in the show notes who I listen to, so I'm not just uh, taking people's research. And But um, they talked about how there's not a lot of descriptive words when they describe these Norse gods. Um, there's some small things like red, like he has a red beard. They call him old red beard in some things, but it's not like they, they do use a lot of adjectives. So one of the words that they do use is like the Norse word for like big, but big isn't a is like big could be a descriptor of all sorts of things. So the way that they portrayed mm -hmm. Thor and God of war is pretty much like a a body, uh, like a power builder type guy. So he has a belly. He um, is thick, like a tree trunk. And the way that, I mean, you look at in Marvel, you see Thor as Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth who is muscly and beautiful, but uh, just a different type of person. And even when they put Chris Hemsworth as like fat Thor, uh, he still has like, it's still not quite the way they, put him in god of war mm -hmm. he's definitely like a powerful guy a guy that you would might be afraid of to see on the streets because he could take you out in one hit um well and they made him bigger too like he like the you know they kept talking obviously they kept talking a lot about like the the race of the giants from jotunheim and how some of them were actually giants but others were just giants um but like he was like huge in comparison to all the other people in asgard Oh yeah, when you put mm -hmm. him next to Kratos, who is already a big dude, yeah, Kratos looks small. Yeah, they also make Thor unlikable. He is abusive to his kids. The only person who really loves him is Thrude. Um, well, yeah, and even his own wife, she's um, Sif, Lady Sif. Yeah. She's like, oh, you know, <laughs> yeah. And Odin treats him like shit. Like he's just they. He, he treats him like his. It's his. It's uh, his muscle. Yeah. That's all Thor is to him is the muscle. Which makes it really impactful when him and Kratos have their scene where they talk about where Kratos tells him he needs to be a better person as a dad. Mm -hmm. But it's just an interesting way to portray Thod. Not <laughs> to portray <laughs> Thod. <laughs> to portray Thor. Um, when we're used to him seeing more like jocular. Um, even in like, especially, sorry, in like the Marvel movies where they put Thor in comparison to Loki. Mm -hmm. And they just have the differing personalities, <laughs> personalities. And in this game, um, they definitely put like, oh, like, yeah, unlikable Thor. 
which I think is pretty interesting. Hmm. It was just very like human Thor too. Like he was an alcoholic. He had issues, but like in that mission, you'd go with him with um, Atreus. You kind of delve into that as Atreus, and he's like, "I don't need you to fix my family problems, man. Like, don't make me think." You know, but like as Atreus keeps pushing, you learn about him, and you learn like, yeah, he has trauma that he's not coping with. Right. Um, All the stories so I feel like of the past five years have been like, we have to break generational trauma. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> which I'm here for. Movement right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you mean Kratos and Atreus killing both of Thor's sons? That but trauma? also then <laughs> Kratos and Atreus. Yeah, for Thor. Yeah. Not killing everybody and fixing Kratos's trauma. Not fixing it, but yeah. addressing, addressing Kratos's it. trauma. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, we should we should do an episode where we compare and contrast God of War Ragnarok and Encanto. Speaking of generational uh -huh. trauma, sure, um, <laughs> we'll make a podcast about that. I'll <laughs> write I'll write a dissertation about it. Just oh my goodness, prepared for it. Okay, please send me I'm, the I'll draft. read it actually. <laughs> um, send me the completed draft once you guys are finished. I want the advanced reader copy, please. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> do you guys have any other fun research you did on the behind the scenes of this game? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I just, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I didn't really have anything more because I wanted to see what, what you guys were going to come up with too. <laughs> well, like in our previous episode, I think there's a lot that we could talk about in this game. It is, mm -hmm. it, it, it is vast. Yeah. Santa Monica Studios, man, they... They like really like put their all into this. I mean, even just from the stunt, there's a I one quick note um that I had made. Eric Jacobus, um, he's the stunt choreographer and stunt performer. Like he just like that man alone, like my goodness, like he wore like like a motion capture suit and did a lot. What did you just do? Oh I don't know what happened. Um you know, he put on the motion capture suit and even, like, was doing the moves that you see Kratos do. And he really took into, like, thought and consideration, what does it look like when you come out of a combat move? What is Kratos going to do? You know, so, like, all of those combat moves mm -hmm. was this guy. And it was just, like, That's it was cool. really cool to see his side, too. But, like, but, yeah, how much, like, how much they, really went into this game? They it's also amazing. talk about how Kratos' like natural form is fighting, and so when he is like sitting more neutral, it's it's uh, a definitely a different energy and mm -hmm. isn't quite his go-to, which I think is interesting. Yeah, for sure. No, there's yeah, obviously, and we're not we're not professionals. We're not we don't know all the the ins oh, we're and outs of, of watching game development. Yeah, but we're like, just watching videos on YouTube and then telling you what we think is interesting. Yeah, and you're so, listening to it. So I wish we could go like more into detail or into the technicalities of stuff, but like, quite honestly, we don't, we just don't totally know it or understand it. And that's okay. But like, if there is ever any specific aspects of behind the scenes that you guys would like us to, to explore, um, especially in some of our upcoming games, like, please like, let us know. We'll, we'll look into it if we can, um, you yeah, know, if there's a certain aspect. Yeah, join our Discord. Yes. Come talk to us about what you find interesting about God yes. of War Ragnarok. It's true. Our, our Discord and is... And something that we do know... Sorry. 
Oh. Uh, our, go ahead. Our Discord our, is our Discord. Discord. Discord.ageofgeek.com. Yay. What's something we do know about, um, Something we do know, though, is that a ton of work went into this game, and we really appreciate it. Like, Oh, for sure. We're grateful for the people. If anyone ever listening to this had anything to do with the making of the game, they know, and we appreciate you. But I just know a ton of work went into it, and it shows in the game and the quality of game. So, yeah. I just have, I just wanted to say thank you. <laughs> it is a five out of five cupcake game. We also yeah, want to thank is. all of you listeners for listening to us talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Do we guys. do? And I would like to thank you guys as well, Stefan Mar. Thank Thanks. you for being on my podcast. Thank you, Lynn. Oh. Thanks for being with me here on my podcast. <laughs> you guys need to um, pay me the friendship fees for being on your podcast tonight. So <laughs> I'll be expecting those Venmos. Here's my friendship fee. Wow, Marley's flipping me off. No, I'm not. You have You'll no have proof. to learn how to print out your Venmo first. <laughs> I did it. Thank <laughs> you very much. Have such a good day, you guys. Thanks for listening. Oh my gosh, oh, we didn't do our sign-off on the last episode. No, we didn't oh, on the no. last one. <laughs> Let's okay. do it here. Let's do it here. We'll do it double. Um, until okay. next time, you guys. Why don't you grab a friend? Grab a friend. Eat some cupcakes. Eat some cupcakes. And play some video games. Play some video games. I'm so sorry we did that to you guys. Goodbye. We're not not sorry. Bye. Oh, I got (laughs) to press stop. I'm doing the buttons. This has been an Age of Geek media production.